40box.com here, and we're going to be reacting to the most expensive home in America defaults on $165 million in debt and heads for sale. So let's get right into a story and feel free to give your thoughts. So a Los Angeles mega mansion once expected to list for $500 million has gone into receivership after the owner defaulted on more than $165 million in loans and debt, according to court filings. Now, here's the thing before we continue, right? This is the main reason why you need to stay away from debt, which, by the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt in a very simple manner, go to 40inbox.com. But here's the thing. This is why you got to stay away from debt. Right, because there is always risk when you use debt, right? Whether it be buying a home, building a home, all that kinds of stuff, there's always risk. And a lot of people think like, oh no, this is easy. I'll just use other people's money. Eh, I could always make money. No, you can't always make money. And this is an obvious example of it, right? And like you've probably seen some of the videos about this actual property, right? The one, which you could just search on YouTube, the one, the $500 million mansion, right? It's a freaking amazing property, right? It is an amazing property, and it's not even finished, okay? Think about that. So you got to stay away from debt because... Debt just increases the amount of risk that you take on. And you don't want to do that, especially for something like a passion project like The One, right? If you were to cash flow this thing, it would have made much more sense. No one could tell you basically no, and you could just do whatever you want to try to build it up, right? But no, because this individual used debt and could not pay the bill, he got 100% screwed on it. So let's get into it. So the 105,000 square foot Bel Air State, known as The One, was placed into receivership by the Los Angeles County Superior Court and is expected to be relisted at a lower price in the coming months, according to people familiar with the property. So the receivership marks a stunning reversal for The One and its flashy developer, Nio Niami, who often touted the property as his life mission and the biggest, most expensive home in the urban road. So expected to hit the market in 2017 with a price tag of $500 million, the one has been dogged by repeated delays, funding problems, and changing strategies. The home stretches like an ultra-modern palace over eight acres on a hilltop overlooking L.A. It has nine bedrooms, multiple kitchens, a nightclub, four-lane bowling alley, salon, gym, 50-seat theater, a running track, and an underground garage for 50 cars, with two auto turntables. Its seven water features include multiple pills, a jacuzzi, and a moat that surrounds the house. The master bedroom seat is like 4,000 square feet. Every door in the house is electric along with all the toilets. And Miami had planned a jellyfish room in an ice bar, but both proved too costly. Which, by the way, again, this house actually looks 
bloody amazing, right? Not only that, if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto, this is like the ideal like pad for your adventures, right? Like this is like your home base, right? Like this quite literally is basically like a base, right? So like if you are like some like bachelor or something, girl or guy, bachelorette, right? So girl or guy. And you have a crazy amount of money coming in. That would be like an ideal location, just because of how cool it is. But again, because he used debt, he's getting screwed right now. So there's a lot of people out there with a lot of money. They want something no one else can have. Naomi told CNBC in 2017, "This is it." Yet. The one was one of dozens of spec mansions that rose up from the hills of Bel Air and Beverly Hills after 2014, when the fashion magnate Bruce Bukowski sold a spec mansion in Beverly Hills for 70 million dollars, and kicked off a new California real estate gold rush. The building boom, an arms race of infinity pools, candy walls, auto galleries, and party rooms, led to a glut of real estate excess. Many. L.A. mega homes, including several built by Naomi, wound up selling for far less than their asking prices. So even as prices were falling, Naomi was loading up on debt to finish and promote the one. See, this is the thing. This is already bad, right? Because look, he did not even have enough money to finish it. On his own, right? Which meant that he took on debt to try to finish it, and he took on debt to even just promote it. So the one over the past four years, Naomi and his related LLC, Chris Lloyd, have borrowed more than one hundred and sixty-five million dollars to build and sell the one, according to property documents. The largest lender is Hanky Capital, founded by Los Angeles billionaire. Don Hinkie, which has over one hundred and fifteen million in loans on the property, Yogi Securities Holdings, led by Doctor Turn Real Estate Investor Joseph Inglenoff, has loaned the one over thirty-six million dollars to other entities. Infernal Royalty and Maybach Corporation Holdings have provided loans of seven million dollars each, and the one has also has. Over one million dollars in unpaid taxes and debts from concrete, air conditioning, and tool companies, and Hanky served Naomi with a notice of default in March. And in July, the Los Angeles County Superior Court ordered the property be placed into receivership and named Ted Lanes of Lanes Management as the receiver. So, under a receivership, a property that's defaulted is turned over to a court-appointed receiver, who prepares the property for sale. And in complex or large real estate projects, receiverships are often preferable to a foreclosure, where the lender or bank seizes the property. Basically, meaning they try to want to get basically as much money as possible through this whole process to try to cover all the debt. Basically, this is basically what the whole situation is. It's basically like you're 
you're getting a babysitter to make sure that the sale actually happens for this amount of money to actually pay it off. That's basically what it is, right? So Naomi got screwed, and now he has a babysitter. That's the way to look at it. And if he was doing this all in cash, cash flowing every single part of it, guess what? He would not have a babysitter. He would just have to find more money and earn more money to actually go and finish the job. So rather than taking over ownership and liabilities, which can add to the risk and delays, the receiver gets the needed permits, completes any needed construction work, compiles a list of creditors, and prepares the house for sale to pay off the lenders. And a receivership also provides a notice period when lenders, creditors, and contractors who haven't been paid can make their case. Now, once he gets the proper permits and certificate of occupancy for the one, it will be listed, Lane said, and the price and timing have yet to be determined, he said. What I would love to see happen is that the house gets completed and the certificate of occupancy is awarded and we have an orderly sale that maximizes the value, he said. Hopefully, there will be su- sufficient proceeds from the sale to fund the secured and unsecured creditors and for the equity to realize some value. Basically, kind of hoping that everyone kind of gets out of this with all their clothes still on their body, right? But the thing is, that probably is not actually going to happen. And if anything, and this is going to be really sad to see, but if anything, I bet you that this is actually going to sell for under $100 million. And if that's the case, that means that Naomi, Naomi guy, right, is basically on the hook for nearly $70 million. So think about that for a second. That's going to be crazy. So Naomi has been marketing the one for years with interviews and photos in the media and a special video tour in April with YouTube personality Michael Blakely, who touted the $5 million property as the biggest and most expensive house in the world. Naomi also talked about plans to turn the home into a media stage and commercial venture, using it to host a potential Netflix show, events, and startup companies. Naomi put his West Hollywood home in bankruptcy last year and a spec mansion in Beverly Hills, which he had marketed for $100 million, wound up selling for $38 million to England North, who was one of the lenders on the California property. Basically... Like this guy's been like playing with debt so badly with this property that he basically had to sell his like one of his mansions, right, at like a bargain deal to pay off some debt basically to one of the lenders. That's crazy. Right? So Naomi has a listing agreement for the one with LA brokers Aaron Kerman of Compass and Rainey and Brandon Williams of the Williams and Williams Estate Group. Lanes said the plan under the listing agreement had been to market the property for $288 million, but the ultimate listing price has not been set. It's unclear whether the property was sold at a high enough price to pay all the debt, and the most expensive home ever sold in LA was the former Warner Estate in Beverly Hills, sold last year to Jeff Bezos for $165 million. 
Now, while the real estate market in Los Angeles has rebounded after COVID, especially at the high end, the one may prove difficult to sell at the asking price. It's not an easy property to price, Lane said. It's truly unique. And the thing is, I agree. It is a completely unique property. But this is the problem when you focus so heavily on doing things with debt, right? If you did this in cash, guess what? You could do whatever the hell you want to do, right? So if you want to learn how to get out of debt so that you have more freedom and you're basically not slapped around by the California government like this guy's being slapped around because he's in debt to a lot of different people and a lot of different companies, go check out 14box.com to learn the secret to getting out of debt because no one should ever be in that situation where they're forced to do something. And that's why the saying is, you are a slave to the lender. And this is basically what the guy's situation is. He is a slave to his lenders. Keep that in mind. Feel free to give your thoughts. Stay tuned for more episodes. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, Go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.